friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. It is the end of May, and it is getting hot in Nashville. Welcome, welcome I know, to the weather. I know. I am not jealous of you, but I really, gosh, I'm just such, I'm so hot-bodied. Like, I can, I'll walk around my building because we have a pretty large building to, like, go from like person to person and desk to desk and meeting to meeting. And it's like, I'll be like sweating inside, even though it's air conditioned because it's like muggy, but you also know it's hot. And I just feel like I'm warmer in the summer months. Like, I don't know. It just drives me nuts. <laughs> um, well, you guys are in for a real treat and you will have already noticed it by the timestamp on this episode. This is a short episode And the Friends episode was not short, but our version of this episode is going to be very short because as you have hopefully seen or we're we're telling you now is this was a flashback episode. Um, I don't know what the technical term of this is in Hollywood. I know it's out there, but this is where they show a lot of flashbacks to show storylines. So without further ado... uh, Shake us up with that episode recap. Yes. So this week we watched season four, episode 21, titled The One with the Invitation, written by Seth Curland, directed by Peter Bonaires, and originally aired on April 23rd, 1998. Rachel and Ross each reminisce about when they used to date each other, and everyone's disappointed when Rachel decides not to attend the wedding in England. Mm. Man, that... Because there's so few new scenes, the the episode recap sort of spoils everything. <laughs> it really did, but that's okay. So that just took all the wind. So you know exactly what happened in this <laughs> episode. But in case you didn't watch it and you want a little bit more of an explanation, that's what we're here for. So in the soft open, the guys are in the cafe. Anytime I say the guys, it's Joey and Chandler. Um, I'll always say with Ross is there for some reason. I don't know why I do that. It's probably because they're like best buds. Because it's Ross. Because it's Ross. And the guys are in the cafe discussing how like a lot of things are happening. Like people are getting married and blah, blah, blah. And things are like Phoebe's growing a person. And like they're feeling like maybe a little bit left behind. And they start to kind of like, I don't know rummage through ideas of like what they could do and joey thinks like everest might be the answer right um which is obviously not the answer for these guys now phoebe comes in and they tell her their plan and she's like oof man like the fact that it's one sixty thousand dollars and also like i don't know you could die uh which then like they start to reconsider then maybe they'll rent the movie on like Everest, so that they don't have to climb while they're renting that movie. They might as well rent Die Hard. Okay, is that movie overrated to you or what? Yeah, I don't understand why it's a Christmas movie. Me neither. I will I will die on the hill of it's not a Christmas movie. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, don't come at us in the comments because we don't care and we won't change our mind. <laughs> <laughs> now, we find out the guys are too lazy to even go through the steps to rent the movie for Everest because they'd have to go through like some sort of special carrier. And so they just decide that they'll stay on the couch and hang out with Phoebe. Like it's a very right. non-productive conversation. Yeah. And that's a soft um, open. Yeah, go ahead. Did you notice that Phoebe's coat that she was wearing said Jim? 
like, like J-I-M it, like it a, or G-Y-M? <laughs> J-I-M. Like it had, like, you know like how some, some shirts have, like, a name embroidered? Like you'd see on a uniform or something? Yeah. It was, like, embroidered on the chest of the coat, and it said Jim. J-I-M. Oh, that's like, interesting. Okay. So okay. She, maybe she, like, thrifted it or something because she's getting bigger and... Oh, yeah, like more maternity clothes. clothes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't notice that. Great catch. In the main part of the episode, we are with uh, with Ross and Emily, Ross's place, and the happy couple is deciding on who gets the wedding invites. While she is fishing through, she, one, comments on Ross's handwriting that if anybody asks, we'll just say Ben addressed it. Um, but two, she stumbles across Rachel's invite. And she is very much of the opinion that she could not invite any of her, like, ex-lovers. Um, yeah. And Ross is sort of like, oh, is it okay? And Emily, like, Emily was sort of like, it, it, she's like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. She's just so curious by that because she could never do that herself. And that sort of has Ross a little conflicted. Like he starts to slowly ponder. Um, now, before we get into what that puts us into, what his wandering face looks like, um, would you ever do that? Would you invite any of your exes to a wedding? Are you um, close with any of them to invite them? I mean, I'm not, no. So okay. I probably wouldn't. But I think in if I were in Ross's situation, I would. Yeah. Because if, like, yes, you dated and you you were pretty serious, but you made up and you guys have always been friends. You literally hang out every day. <laughs> it's your sister's best friend and roommate. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to invite her. Yeah, I would agree. I don't have any exes that I'm like close enough with to say like, hey, come to my wedding. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would. I would have for sure. Now, Ross's, like, pondering puts us in a flashback of the moment they met, kind of the development of them liking each other, their misunderstanding of signals, missteps, them coming together, their disagreements, the breakup, his hookup, their reconciliation, her finding out about the hookup, them getting back together, and then them in the bed scene where he yells, we were on a break. Is that a good summary? It is. Three things that I've just, like, as I was watching it, thought about. Yeah, yeah. One, Jennifer Aniston doesn't age. <laughs> <laughs> Two, I feel like Ross has come a long way, just yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, and three, the show quality has definitely improved in just four seasons. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely yes to all three of those. Good catches. Now, after that flashback... We cut out from that flashback to him outside of the cafe um, mailing the invites out. And he, he drops all of them in, and then he pulls one remaining one out of his pocket. It's Rachel's. He sort of does like a last-minute flash again to her pep talk to him on the step outside in the hallway outside of the apartment to encourage him towards Emily. It's when she was yeah. in the cheerleader outfit with Josh. And then it cuts out of that scene and he drops it in the mailbox and he makes the decision to send it. Yes. Now, oh, go ahead. Um, just a couple things. 
the address that he has down for Rachel and Monica's apartment yeah. is 545 Grove Street, number 20, New York, New York, 10001, which is not the actual apartment. The actual apartment set is set on 90 Bedford Street. So if you were to go to New York, that's technically where that apartment is. Mm. Um, and then Ross's memories about Rachel happen out of order. The incident with Paolo's cat yeah. happened after the night Ross and Rachel did laundry together, but is shown before in the sequence. Yeah. Not sure that's super important, but yeah, no, that that's good to call out. Caught it, sure. Just in case we have any sticklers out there. Um. Okay. Then I guess the other side of the coin, because there's always two people in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not always these days, but on average. <laughs> Yeah. We are at the girls' place. Monica and Joey are looking at their invites. Um, Chandler comes in. We find out he didn't get an invite, but Joey has a plus one. So he's covered. Um, Phoebe's bummed because she can't go. She's like, who would have thought? Like, I had no idea that people in their third trimester couldn't travel. Joey makes a quick joke about, like, I did. And he's like, I didn't. You just should have seen your faces, which is funny of Joey. Um, now, would you mail invites that you could hand to people in person? No. Me neither. <laughs> I would have just handed it to him. Agreed. Um, also, I mean, doesn't he end up asking them to be his best man and groomsman? So, like, isn't your invite it's, usually, like, separate? It is. Yeah. And it's like you're doing it with something else. Like, the way that you ask is completely different. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing to note, when Phoebe has her invite in her hand Mm -hmm. she mentions she makes the comment that it's adorable that ben addressed hers which is funny because that's what emily had said earlier but you can see her entire address on the envelope and then a few seconds later she's opening it and all you see is the name on it so there was two separate yes oh my gosh i noticed that as well yeah i didn't write it down but I was wondering if you'd catch it, but I was just like, eh, it's not important enough to bring up. <laughs> so, but I'm glad you did, because I saw You're that welcome. as well. Um, Rachel comes in, and the friends, like, make a quick dash to, like, hide their invites. Um, but she sees her invite, obviously, still on, like, with the other male for the apartment. And Chandler is like, that's the one we should have hid. She is trying to feign happiness, and Monica asks if she's going to go, and she's really unsure. So this is where we cut, like, her version of of their story, sort of. So we cut to a flashback from her side of the story, the vintage brooch gift, where Chandler reveals that he loves her, her at the airport with the Julie storyline, her telling him she is over him, him finding out on voicemail, Ross's breakup with Julie, their rendezvous at the planetarium, her finding out about the hookup at the cafe, them reconciling at the beach house, and the final breakup up until now. So once we come out of that flashback, we see her. She is, she's got a pen in hand. She kind of goes to write her RSVP. Quick flashback to when they watched that prom video as a group with Ross and Fat Monica, and then their first kiss, which, sidebar, it's really weird to have a first kiss in front of a group. 
Yeah. Like I was watching the friends' reactions. Like Chandler does like a little fist bump. And I was like, oh, that's so weird now that I think about it. That like your first kiss with a lot of like charged tension. Because that's like, that's a brother. That's a friend in the group. Like it's so strange. I was like, that was weird. But anyways, we kind of cut out of that. And she, we we find out because Monica's over her shoulder. And she's like, oh no, you're not going to go. So she's, RSVP doesn't know. And she just has said it's going to be too hard. Okay, would you go? Like, put yourself in Rachel's shoes. I know. I think I... mm, I think I would. And... But here's the only reason why. I would want to seem like I'm super cool with it. And if I don't go, it's admitting that I care too much. So for me, it'd be more of like a pride thing. Which is not a good thing. I'm just trying to state the correct version for myself what about you um i think i think i'd probably be the same way because you don't want to like because they invited you so you don't want to be the person that's like i'm not going to go because i don't want there to be any confusion and whatnot so i'd probably go too yeah yeah Um, okay, well, that brings us to the tag of the episode, which the guys and Phoebe are talking about renting a place where, oh, wait. Oh, they're talking about a place, like a renting place, where you can rent movies about the museums and the sites in London, and they talk about doing that while they're in London in their hotel room, which is such a waste. Yeah. Um, I'm literally watching my friend's animals while recording this episode. They are currently in London. <laughs> I was like, the irony. <laughs> nice. Maybe I can get them to come on next episode and do like a little quick, like best sites in London or something real quick or see if they saw any of the sites or I don't know. I'll ask them. But anything else about this episode that you wanted to share? Um, one last fact mm-hmm. out of the 236 episodes of Friends rated individually, this episode is literally ra- rated the lowest. <laughs> Honestly, it makes sense. Nothing happens. Yeah, it makes me wonder if, like, did they run out of time to do something or did they need a filler episode? So they're like, let's just like make it around the invitation. I know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like nowadays with streaming. And the the fact that, like, you don't have to have 24 episodes for a season. Writers can write what they want and accomplish things without having to have filler because they don't have to, like, please a network with 24 episodes. So they don't have, like, these opportunities to, like, we need something to fill it. Oh, let's give a flashback of all that's happened with Ross and Rachel. Yeah, it makes me wonder if, like, because they go to London for... The, the actual wedding uh-huh. and it makes me wonder if they like didn't maybe get stuff recorded in time mm. or didn't get it turned around in time so they had to like add something else yeah I don't know, I don't know. It's interesting but that makes sense I'm, and I know this question is going to be really hard but what's your favorite scene Ugh. I mean there's really only like two scenes that happen I mean four <laughs> right. with the opener but you know what I mean um oh gosh so of the four scenes <laughs> That were not new. 
I don't know. I guess the opening when the guys were talking about like we need something exciting in our lives, and so it went from we're gonna climb Mount Everest to we're too lazy to even go to Blockbuster and pick up a movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say mine's like a moment. It's when Chandler's like, "That's probably the one we should have hidden." Like when Rachel finds her card. That's nice. Probably the pinnacle of it. Episode rating. Ooh. Oh, definitely uh, Marcel. <laughs> okay. It's like, I mean, we've already <laughs> described, like, it's nothing. It's not, it's basically just, if you haven't seen seasons one through three and don't know what Ross and Rachel are up to, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of the lowest rated episode, I'm going to rate this as a tag. You're not even going to give it a full point. <laughs> Which, for those of you that don't know our episode rating system or have forgot or whatever, a tag is a, what we could refer to as a half rating. So it can be, like, applied to any of the ratings and, like, added. Um, but I'm just going to straight up say a tag. I'm going to give it half of, a half of a rating. That's so mean. <laughs> well, I figured in honor of the fact that it is the lowest out of 236 episodes that I should yeah, I also okay. give it the title. Um, okay, well, that's it. So post-show wrap-up trivia. All right. Chandler's girlfriend, Aurora, had three other lovers. Name one. No, I don't. I didn't <laughs> even know he dated an Aurora, so. Um, Andrew, Ethan, or Rick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Those are for the, that's for the super fans out there, which right. apparently is not me, so. Uh, what name did Monica use when she met the woman who stole her credit card? Oh, shoot. Um, uh, she goes, I'm a, I'm a, Mondler, Manana, 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 Manana. It had to be Manana. Manana, Manana. Yeah. Manana. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Look at us. Nice. Okay. For our social media spotlight, we've got, um, we have got, okay, we've got a new friend. A new friend. A new friend. I am going to completely butcher this name, so I am so sorry. Um, but our new friend, Mohawk Chedervede, Chedervede, I'm sorry, other way. Um, they said, hello, my name is Mohawk, Mohawk, Mohawk. Mm. And I am from India. First of all, I wanted to say that I absolutely love your podcast. I am actually away from my family attending college and almost all of the time I am binging your podcast. I started listening a while ago and now I'm all caught up and I actually cannot wait for the next episode every week. Thank you for helping me get through my day with much stress and making my day amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That is so kind. That's so sweet of you. Thank you. That's very kind. Um, Okay. And then we got a response from Christy Schramm. She said, hey, guys, a few episodes ago, you had a trivia question about which friend Joey never kissed. You couldn't remember when Joey kissed Ross. It was in the episode where Joey had to kiss a guy for an audition. Oh, that's right. That's right. And Ross kissed him at the end to prove he was a good friend to help him not be nervous about the audition. It turned out that Joey already had the audition and didn't get the part. I hope this helps. (laughs) Christy, um, we didn't even look it up for ourselves. So thank you for following back up. 
Yes, we thank were you just so much. We were just okay to be wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh. love that. Okay, so that's our social media spotlight. Um, do you have a recommend to a friend this week? Um, I feel like I should, seeing how I failed everybody last week. Mm. Well, I did too, so don't feel too bad. Um, I mean, I guess it's not. I don't really know if it's a recommend, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Do it um, anyway. I gotta look up what it's called. Do it for the likes. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think everybody knows about a year ago, almost to a year mark, I moved to Florida. And um, one of the things that my mom and I really enjoyed doing together when I moved here, because I moved in June, which is the start of hurricane season in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not just Florida, but yeah. Um, I'm from Michigan where hurricanes weren't a thing. Right. So um naturally i move here and my mom's like all right you gotta get up to speed on like what hurricanes are and like how like all the things she wanted me to learn about it so we started watching like storm chaser type shows which i don't know that that's the best thing to watch when you're currently (laughs) in season for storms yeah sure. Um, but we would watch them all the time um and i don't know wherever you're from if you have like the discovery channel but they always have and i can't remember i'm drawing a blank on all the names of the shows but like just any of their like extreme weather shows um, on that channel. Also, the Weather Channel has a lot of them, which is really fun. But I know for a fact because I just watched this the other day um, on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. they have one called Storm Rising. Ooh. It's just one season, and it's a couple of guys. It's one meteorologist and a storm tracker, and they they're like 40 minute episodes and they're literally their like journey of like chasing tornadoes and hurricanes and just like really action packed, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're, I mean, I don't know if anybody else like is fascinated. I'm fascinated by those things, but I know myself, I would never be comfortable ever doing something like that. Yeah. But it just like fascinates me that there are literally people that will drive toward a hurricane or toward a tornado just to get data which yeah. in the long run helps all of us because it helps, you know, meteorologists understand different weather patterns and whatnot. So mm-hmm. um, if any of our friends out there like those types of shows, you can find them literally anywhere. Disney Plus has one called Storm Rising if you would like to catch that one out. But yeah, so I'll recommend that as we head into hurricane season next month. Um, honestly, Llewellyn, my favorite two movies growing up were A Perfect Storm Okay. And Twister. I literally thought the other day, I was like, I'm going to watch Twister again. I loved, I loved those movies. I I remember telling my mom, like, mom, I don't know why all my favorite movies are like natural disasters. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I was just priming to be like a true crime podcast junkie. Yeah. There's (laughs) just something fascinating about them. I don't know why. It's probably because they can't be contained by anything. It's kind of yeah, like they're, serial killers. They're, like Right. And they're so like unexpected. Yeah. Like you hear the word hurricane and you're like, oh, okay, I can think of a few big ones that we've had. But like you literally don't know. Right. And nobody does know. They guess. Yeah, exactly. And like you're powerless against it. And I think right. that's what's so fascinating is like literally if a hurricane or even just a tornado, like Nashville does get tornadoes. Yeah. And like I was in my bathtub a couple of months ago 
because in the very middle of the night, a tornado warning was like right in my area. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this, this is the culmination of like all my deepest fears. But I'm also like, <laughs> what's scary is like so when they happen at night and you couldn't see, like because it's dark uh, out. Yeah. At least in the middle of the day, you can see where it's moving, where it's shifting. But like at night, it's just dark. <laughs> like You yeah. don't know where it is. Yeah, that's it's terrifying. That happened this last year, too, with, I think it was Elsa. Is that the one that Ooh. tore up New Orleans? Um, but we had a lot, in Sarasota, we had a lot of the heavy winds. And okay. like like downpour, torrential downpour. But it happened at night. And I, I remember, like, stepping out of my mom's lanai, just, like, terrified because I couldn't see anything. Oof. But all I, I could hear it. And my mom lives in a manufactured home, so it's, like, metal. So yeah. you're hearing all oh of this wind gosh. and everything hitting everything, but like you can't see it. And I'm like, this is terrifying. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. Yeah, but thankfully I live on the inner side of the Gulf Coast. So okay. like what I've heard of a lot of people saying that live around here is that while yes, we can get hurricanes, we're like our area is like one of the least likely to because of mm-hmm. the way the because the way that that Florida like is angled. Yeah. The hurricane would have to come around Miami right. to hit us. Right. Because if it comes up through Miami, it's going to slow down before it gets to our area. So Yeah, yeah. Technically, if you're going to move south, this is like a good area to be. Apparently. If you're going to move south, I think Nashville is as far south as you want to go. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't recommend Florida unless you like love extreme heat. <laughs> and, and old people. And Florida, yes. Florida man. Yes. <laughs> the Florida man type people. Yeah. Um, okay. My recommend to a friend is I am doing the trial version of Noom. Oh, you're doing Noom. Uh, yeah. I semi refused to pay $200 for like an annual subscription. Um, Cause I feel like I'm going to get annoyed with having to log in all of my food. But yep. it has made me more aware of my eating habits. So I'm going to do the two weeks just to be able to like get in the habit of doing things because it's showing me like better food choices to pick. It's recommending. Um, it shows me like I realize that I eat a majority of my calories at lunch so that by the time I get to dinner, I only really have like three to f- like three to four hundred calories left in my day. Um, which means that between, between like breakfast and lunch, like I'm consuming a lot of my calories like that. And so when I get to the end of my day and I'm at home and I'm bored by myself, I really want to eat a bigger meal because it's dinner. And by that point, I'm just like flying past the recommended calorie intake to reach my goal. So it's actually been like really cool to just see my eating habits and after the free trial, like. Maybe in the future, if I deem that it's worthy enough and that I need the motivation, I'll pay for it just to like get myself on it. But it's just, it was just interesting. It's interesting to see the topics. It it tries to help you reach your water goals. You weigh in every morning so that it can like track your goals that way. So walking goals, like steps. I don't know. It's been interesting. So if you're interested in trying to break the habit of never doing anything consistent, then maybe just do the trial the free trial of Noom, it lasts for two weeks. And then if you want to decide to, you know, pay for the annual subscription thing, um, 
then go for it. But I, I mean, we're not partnered with them, so we don't have any code. I know there's other podcasts that have codes, so maybe try and find a, a link that gives you some access. I know it'll be benefiting someone else, but it could also benefit you. So um, recommend to a friend. Now, next week, Llewellyn will be leading the charge again when we cover the one with the worst best man ever. Yes. So we will catch you guys next week on the One With Friends podcast. Bye.